Shoop de shoop de doo. You're listening to the AP Annual Podcasts, not affiliated with the Associated Press. Shoop shoop. To listen to more of our shows, visit annualpodcast.com. And to support us and help us grow our network, visit patreon.com slash the annual. To now available on video cassette Friday, Friday. February 16th. <laughs> Friday, Friday, Friday. We're talking about the Friday right after Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Happy Day. Happy Valentine's Day. And you know what? With or without your own Valentine on Valentine's Day, me and Trevor are happy to fill that void. And if you're seven, happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, welcome to Now Available on Video Cassette, your favorite podcast that explores the '90s movies you loved as a as a young person. Maybe your favorite podcast, whether young in age or young at heart. If you were living in the '90s and watching the movies that we talk about, you might view them differently today, maybe than Probably. you viewed them back then. Hopefully, you've changed as a human. Yeah, but also, you know. If you don't feel like going back and revisiting them, we're here to do that for you. Although we're here to do that with you. Yeah. As well. That's what we really want. And in the spirit of Valentine's Day, (laughs) this week we have chosen Last Last Action Action Hero. Hero. Yeah, that's right. Okay, man. What even is this movie? Last action hero. Well, I will say uh, the joke we made right before we started was last minute hero because we <laughs> we we just uh, we just got dinner. Yeah, the two of us and we were trying to figure out what movie to do. It was hard, and we had a we had a short list. If and only it we longer. <laughs> if only we had adoring fans that would email us and tell us what movies to do. Come on, guys. Yeah, tell us more of your suggestions because we now sit available, there OV at gmail.com. eating our nice Italian food and we're like, what movie are we going to do? It was adequate Italian food. It was Italian food and we didn't know <laughs> which movie to do. Yeah. Um, and actually, it's funny because we, we are settling on this movie, even though it was the first one I think that we mentioned it was the first one i think that you mentioned that i was excited about sure we were trying to find a valentine's day movie not just a love movie because those are a dime a dozen but one that specifically revolved around the the holiday of valentine's day and i couldn't think of any neither could i i don't even know when valentine's day shows up in movies a very half-hearted google search Oh, half-hearted. Hearted. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, half-hearted Google search <laughs> turned up nothing. So, we except I did I did look up I did look up movies that were released on February 14th okay. in the 90s and it I got a short list from IMDb which included Silence of the Lambs mm. and Vegas Vacation which mm. is definitely going to be an episode. Someday. That was yeah, that was also for me on the short list. But yeah, I don't I Okay, part of that is that a big part of our podcast is that we don't do research. We uh, don't. Not because we're lazy, 
Because that's part of the formula. Yeah, it's like w- trying to create that moment when you're like, oh, remember that movie? Right. Dude, am I remembering this correctly or not? Because I, I do feel like in the when we do decide like a week ahead of time, I'll find myself thinking about it and then really, really wanting to just like, I'll just take a peek at that IMDb page. Right. So I think this one really fits the formula because I loved this movie as a kid, but I haven't seen it since I was a kid. So... Okay, so last action hero, real quick broad strokes for anyone that hasn't seen it. Real quick. Arnold Schwarzenegger is an action hero, and he plays himself in this movie, but he's also uh, this action hero fictional character, Slater, right? And so this is like a very like self-aware action movie about a kid that gets sucked into an action movie in a movie theater, and he's... And he, he, this kid knows everything about action. It's basically, it's a satire on action films. It's very meta. And yeah, it's extremely meta. Now, is and Arnold Schwarzenegger playing himself it, as well? Yes. Specifically like, as Later Arnold. on in the movie, he yeah. does appear at himself at a movie premiere uh, of, of one. Of, I forget the first name, but I know that like his character's name is Slater. The character, yeah. Yeah, and he shows up at a premiere for that movie. And uh, I just, I thinking back to this movie and knowing now like really what it's about. And it's like this sort of like self-aware satire on action movies. It's kind of amazing that it was marketed to like our age demographic because yeah. it's, 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 it's pretty highbrow. Yeah. It kind of, <laughs> in a way it kind of is. I mean, there's plenty of like, you know, humor in there for, for young audiences. And, and it's just, it is, a, it's a popcorn flick. It's, it's yeah. action. There is, but, it is an action movie, but uh, I don't know. Like I've got a feeling that, just because of that aspect alone, it's going to hold up and I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. Because it doesn't take itself seriously. No, not really. And despite the fact that the primary antagonist is played by Charles Dance, who is just amazing in everything. Uh, he is uh, Tywin Lannister in the mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got, he's got that glass eye. Yeah, no, he's changes. Cool as shit. And he just, he really does play the shit out of every role. Um, it doesn't matter how weird. It doesn't matter if it's the Golden Child with Eddie Murphy. It doesn't yeah. matter if like what is what are we doing in this movie at all. He is if he's a villain, and he usually is. He is just going to be the most villain. Yeah, but he's always understated and super intense and awesome. Yeah, and uh, yeah, the I remember being terrified of him. Yeah, he's scary. But it's a different kind of scary because he's also he's like he wears like suits and stuff. He's the mastermind. <clears throat> I don't remember what his name is in this. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember either. But I know he's like a, he's like a really good shot. That's like yeah. one of his things. Well, but, the big part is that he becomes self-aware as well. Yeah, he figures out. Oh, I'm just a character in a movie. There's a Star Trek Next Generation episode kind of like this. Cool. In which they go into the holodeck as they always do because they don't understand the technology, and then they basically uh, implant the holodeck with all of Data, who is the androids uh intelligence to create a a villain uh that is worthy of his sherlock holmes alter ego and so it creates a moriarty who becomes self-aware and then moriarty leaves the holodeck cool i'm only i'm only i followed that like 60 percent. yeah (laughs) well okay so it's the villain that who is not real yeah as part of the movie he's not he's a he's a creation he's a character who then learns that he's a character and not a real Thing, real right person, right anyway. and then he because i know in this so the way that the kid 
in this movie who I forget that, that actor. He's he's pops up in a few '90s movies. I think he's. I the, really want it to be Jonathan I, Taylor Thomas. But oh, I don't it's, think it is. I think it's the kid that was also in My Girl Two. I don't remember um, that kid. Gosh, what, it's not Jonathan Taylor Thomas. JTT is like a JTT. You know, you wish it was uh jtt but it's not jtt i wish it was jtt um doug doug just walked in yeah doug, doug grove hey know- who out there remembers doug grove <laughs> he's our producer hi doug doug we're gonna do last action hero who is the kid it's not jtt i never saw it oh, oh he never saw it that is my phone going off it's fine we'll cut this because doug did if Doug knew the answer, we we wouldn't have to cut but, it. But, but you're going JTT, so is, do you think it's a Home Improvement Kid? Is that why? I don't know. If it's, uh, I don't no, think it's, it's not. It's definitely not. It's it's none of the Home Improvement Kids. It's, it's not Tim uh, Allen. Is it a young Tim? Yes, Allen? it's a young Tim Allen, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> who are some other actors? Who are some other names in this? Do you remember? No, I really don't. I just remember there's that kid. I think there's Arnold and Charles Dance. Uh, who's the girl? There's a girl in it. There's like an attractive young lady. I want to say it's the Presley girl. Um, what's her name? I don't remember. I don't remember her character even. I really haven't seen this since I was a kid. And um, so I only really know the overview, which is that he so, gets sucked into the thing. Yeah, so he's uh, he's skipping school, I want to say. Sweet. And he goes to see the new Slater movie. Slater. And sort of like a never-ending story, too, because I yeah. can skip school but to read a book. <laughs> yeah, lame. <laughs> don't, Loser. Don't skip school to read a book. <laughs> you go to you skip <laughs> school to go movies. see an action movie. Get sucked into a movie. Yeah, and because so he's got like this special golden ticket. <laughs> that, oh, God, that, like, yeah. That's magic. Like, that's like the magic thing that gets him sucked into the movie. And the whole time he's trying to convince game. Arnold Schwarzenegger that he's in an action movie, like things like shooting two bullets into a car and it explodes yeah like, that would never happen in real life or like or like him getting shot it's just a flesh wound yeah it's just yeah he's like gets shot with a gun and then he just like kind of wipes it away <laughs> he's fine well i remember and then when he comes back into the real world at one point he gets shot and arnold's like it's just a flesh wound and it's like no dude you got shot no you're dying you need to not be shot right now um i know that it opens with a scene from one of these movies from one of the fictional movies and it it's like jingle all the way well it starts with him like uh arnold schwarzenegger going to the top of this tall building where like all these kids are being held hostage by this really scary looking guy with an axe cool and uh his and he's got his son and does he go to kindergarten no, <laughs> but in my head, his son's name is Jamie, and I think that's just because that's the Jamie. name. Jamie, that's the name of his son. His name is <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> Always, it's Jamie. It's Jingle all the all the Jamies. Jingle all the Jamies. <laughs> and uh, and I I know it begins with uh, the fictional tragic death of his son. Whoa! Because you know it's in a movie and it's not real, but that's still a. F- it's man, this movie. There's so many layers. Yeah, and it's also that character's been a bunch of these movies, right? Because he's he's this action hero, kind of like uh, like a Die Hard situation, where this character has been in you know Die Hard one, two, three, and so this the character has a whole franchise. Yes, and yeah, so, it's like the sixth movie that he's going to see. Right, but it's played. It, it is Arnold Schwarzenegger though. That's blowing my mind right now. Yeah, it is. It is Arnold Schwarzenegger as, in the, as Arnold Schwarzenegger as this character. 
this character yeah oh that's so weird yeah which again i think is that's like i, I want to say shane black had something to do with this movie who's that uh, uh lethal weapon okay. uh iron man 3 oh. uh, um yeah. the the nice guys kiss kiss bang bang i like a lot those. of action movies a lot of like i liked those movies yeah, yeah. no he's it's great iron man 3 is okay i guess I mean, I liked it. It was fine. I think it was. I like. I, th- I enjoyed it more than others did. I liked Gandhi in it. Remember when Gandhi showed up? Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> when you remember when White Gandhi showed up? Ben, ben Gandhi Kingsley. Um. <clears throat> all right. So what else? Uh, so I have. I have a lot of. Uh, associated childhood memories with this in terms of like this again was one of those movies that oh man my cousins are coming over <laughs> this is we're gonna watch last action hero i also had a last action hero poster in my room as a oh, kid that's cool yeah. yeah that's a good one yeah i don't have a lot of associated memories i i remember weird specific things from the movie like charles dance is weird like smiley face eye and when he got shot and said it was just a flesh wound and that was not okay like weird things that stuck in my head Mm-hmm. And then, but not real things to do with who I was watching it with or time period in my life. I was a kid. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah. I also, I think I remember this movie being really funny to me. I thought it was hilarious. I like funny action movies. It's a yeah. good thing to, to bring into that tense. I feel like the, I feel like an action movie that's not funny is a different kind of movie. Like Taken. Yeah, because that's kind of like an action. I would call that an action thriller. Or thriller. That's right. <laughs> but or an action mystery. thriller. Or drama. Action drama. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. The Bourne movies are action movies, but they're not very funny. No, but those are like, like almost like action noir. Okay. That's a good, that's a cool one. Is that? Because it's a mystery. Is that a, yeah. is that a thing? Well, it should so. be, but it's, yeah, it's the action mystery thing. Because they are, they take themselves pretty seriously. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but then you have your lethal weapons, yeah, which get fun- progressively funnier. Yeah, which actually I thought about this the other day. Uh, lethal Weapon Four should definitely be on our list. It's really Chris. Chris Rock is in that. Chris movie. Rock, it's great. Joe Pesci, Rene Russo. Pesci. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Jet Lee, Jet fucking Lee. Yeah, comedy icon. <laughs> he really. I mean, I remember when I saw that movie, and I was like, <laughs> this guy is so legit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah anyway i don't really remember that much about last action here except that arnold's gonna blow a bunch of stuff up well his character is and this kid is gonna be a sort of surrogate son to him because he lost his son true and true and uh important i know there's an animated cat in it Oh god! Because because another thing it talks so it, it it pokes fun at like all the made different tropes that movies go into and it i think it's it talks about how like one of the slater movies had him buddy up with like an animate like a like a like a, a hand-drawn yeah like situation? yeah exactly yeah exactly that's uh, not even a comedy <clears throat> trope or even an action trope no though. but it's it is a just a movie it's thing, a thing that, that would happened and and also Space something and also something that can only happen in a movie universe you know in a movie world Right. Okay, so my question then is, does the character Arnold know that the cat is animated? I I think 
that is one of the points that the the young the the boy makes it's like see we're in a movie because how is that possible because it's animated yeah who drew that cat it's two-dimensional we shouldn't even be able to see it on this plane well does so does he go to the side of it and then it goes invisible because he's you know yeah exactly in that, in that second dimension situation i guess not that would be the way to prove it i guess unless it's like one of those weird things where it always turns with you Mm, like mm-hmm. the moon like the moon that's right because really it's just reptiles in there inside of the moon yeah teeming with reptiles absolutely um besides that charles dance his his whole evil plan is to escape the world of um right the action hero so that he can do some real damage in the real world i guess right he wants to be real. Yeah, he wants to be real, and uh, I think I th- I remember there's like a moment in the movie when he he finally escapes from the movie. In the movie, he Whoa. he gets out of the movie, right? Yeah, and he I remember this is a weird detail to remember, I guess, but I remember he witnesses like a guy get murdered for his for his shoes for his sneakers because we all see that. All the time in the real world. Well, he does like live in this like shitty part of, I think it's probably, it's probably New York city. I think, uh, it's either that or LA and it's probably LA actually. If it is, it's going to be another one of the many nineties movies set in and around LA and California. Yeah. That is also, yeah, true. Almost all of them. Actually, it might go between. I want to say it goes between New York and L.A. A lot of New York and like I, Well, I think that the movie universe is in L.A. In okay, when I say the movie <laughs> universe, last act like Slater, last yeah. action hero, I know what you're talking Slater, about. yeah. Yeah, but to the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> we're on the same page, all of us. <laughs> all We're all on the same page here. But that takes place in L.A., I think. And then I think the kid lives in New York. In the real world. Yeah, before he gets sucked into the movie. Yeah. Okay. That's weird. Um, Could be wrong. Does the actor Charles Dance ever show up and confront villain Charles Dance? Oh, you know, that's a good question because... I know. So the guy that I mentioned with the the scary looking guy with the axe, yeah. that actor is also seen at the premiere out like uh, like okay. as himself. But I don't know if Charles dances. Well, he might have been an earlier villain too. Like axe guy might have been the one from the newest movie. And so, well, axe guy is a, is from an older movie. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. This is a really confusing movie. It is, but I okay. So I'm pretty sure it converges though on a recreation of that scene from the very beginning with the guy with the axe, but then right. that kid from the real world and the stakes are real. And yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger knows it, but it's not Arnold Schwarzenegger; it's Slater. Slater knows it. Okay. Yeah, but Slater's lived in that experience before. Um. So, besides that, I guess. I can't really think of anything else from this movie. He he's gonna save the kid. I remember there's a lot there's a lot of shooting. Yeah, there's and a lot of exploding. A, a lot of people dying from being shot, but not a lot of blood. Okay. And I remember that's one of the main reasons we could watch it as a kid, because I think I'm I mean, I think it God, I'd be interested to look at what the rating of this was. Hmm. But at most it's PG thirteen. It may have been rated PG. Why is it the last action hero? 
the last action hero. Is it like a dying art form? That could be it. Is that like what they're suggesting? Because it didn't. didn't right, matter. but certainly action movies have changed over years. It's rare. Like you don't see a lot of like you're, you're right. these like classic sort they're of gritty. Everything's gritty now. Everything is gritty. Realism and like. That kind of, like you mentioned the Bourne movies, the Bourne movies, even though those have been coming out for like the last fifteen years plus, <laughs> yeah. Um, may, I mean that could have been kind of something that kickstarted like this sort of like uh, we need to have this foot in reality as I to blame what's going on Nolan. here. Yeah, yeah. Inception was just too real. Someone would say it. It begins. It began, with Nolan. Yeah. <laughs> but no it's, it's true and we're all super jaded and when someone gets shot we're like well that person would be dead it's like i, I would say the the modern day equivalent of those like uh kind of funny kind of outrageous outlandish action movies are the all the, all the marvel movies that get made now okay that's be, true you know but that's now, absolutely true but now it's superheroes like we're now we're just saying hey how about instead of just like a regular mortar mortal not dying from a gunshot wound let's just make him invincible he's a god or <laughs> yeah. an alien that makes sense. yeah he's a god or he turns into uh an indestructible green guy mm-hmm. or super science yeah yeah absolutely. or anime yeah. sometimes it's just anime sure um yeah so yeah in a way you know what i i never th- i've never thought about it taking it from that angle uh, that it's like maybe those movies were kind of starting to you know be on their way out by that time i don't know i don't know i i I think i don't know why they call it that maybe we'll find out maybe we'll have a better understanding maybe you know another like equivalent would probably be the fast and furious movies (laughs) the way that those have evolved into like like an underground racing movie to like to massive stunts like crazy action driving up a building yeah (laughs) Yeah, on top of a submarine (laughs) yeah those i'd say are are definitely uh rooted in in movies that this movie is making fun of is it making fun of? Is it a it, loving what, setup? No, it is. No, it is. I would say it's making fun of it, but it's not. It's not laughing at them. It's laughing with them. Yeah. And the fact that it's Arnold Schwarzenegger that's doing it. He's a quintessential. I mean, action star. Yeah. In like Total Recall. Yeah. Total Recall. <laughs> the Sixth Day. Yeah. Terminator. Wow. Terminator Two. Terminator Three. <laughs> is it Eraser? Is it, is it eraser. eraser. True lies. True lies. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Predator. Predator. Fucking Predator, man. That movie. Yeah. Com- Commando. Get to the jabba. You jabba. Uh, Jingle all the way. Jingle all the way. Other other ones. The Running Man guy. Kindergarten cop. Running Man. Yeah. Our friend uh, Rich has <laughs> said we should do Running Man. Okay. Pretty sure that's eighties. It, it has to be. Um, Still. Yeah, he's the action star, and so he has to... No one else could really have pulled off this role, I don't think. Yeah, I agree. Uh, he's a yeah, huge action star, the governator. Um, I'm pretty sure there's a there's a classic angry police chief that shows up in here awesome. somewhere. Uh, I'm not sure who plays him. 
Uh, there's probably a couple like lower level bad guys that might be played by people. I'm excited to see what character actors turn up. Yeah, me movie. too. Yeah, who <laughs> who the fuck knows? Up. I know the guy who plays the projectionist in the movie theater is somebody. He's like, is he magical? He's I don't know, but he's like he's definitely like he's one of those uh, actors like older actors from the 90s that you remember. He's like always he's always the grandpa or the somebody. Grandpa on the Princess Bride. Yeah, or actually, you know, it might be Toodles. <gasps> Holy crap! If I hope it's, it's toodles. toodles. I hope it's toodles. He lost his marbles. Yeah, maybe f- he found them in this one. Where did the golden ticket come from? Toodles? Willy Wonka. Oh, okay. Obviously, Slugworth. Yeah. No, I think it was. Uh, I think there's talk of a magician, like an old timey magician, like Houdini or something. That's cool. Yeah, but then the it has prestige. nothing else to. I love that movie. <laughs> Nolan. Nolan. <laughs> no other magician movies were so gritty wacky anymore. So gritty. Oh man. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think I think I'm ready. Let's do it. Are you ready? I'm excited. I can't wait to watch this movie. Yeah, let's watch Last Action Hero starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, that kid from My Girl Two. Tool time. Nope. <laughs> Don't think nope, so. Nope, um What's his name? Uh, Charles Dance. Ty Lannister. T.Y. Ty- Lannister. T.Y. Lannister. And tie, um, tie for the win. And a cartoon crazy cat. Garfield. All right, so watch along with us or uh, or don't. Whichever. You shouldn't. Just, you know. Bye. Wow, oh wow, oh wow. I hope that our listeners watched that movie. I really hope everyone out there has either seen it very recently or paused and watched it. Just do yourself a favor and watch it again right now. Yeah, and especially if you're you are just a fan at all of action movies because man, <laughs> this was a great movie. <laughs> yeah. It it was. It was really great. And Tom, I, I think you're right. It might be either the best or one of the best. I would that say we have I would say it holds up the best yeah. out of everything we've watched because it just it's at this point it's just become more and more a nostalgia piece in in terms of like it has really preserved not only what made like 80s and 90s action movies awesome but also does such a great job of satirizing them and making fun of them including making fun of them with uh, like in particular ones with arnold schwarzenegger and he's right there with the punchline the whole time oh yeah he's he's making fun of his own name he's you know he's saying he's saying arnold schwarzenegger the kid's like arnold schwarzenegger and arnold's like this one died yeah um well and, and look i look you don't have to tell me arnold schwarzenegger is not uh has not has not always been a model human being. You mean Arnold Brownsweiger? <laughs> yeah, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is not a perfect person. You might disagree with his politics. He's done some shitty things, but man, watching this movie really made me want to hang out with him. Yeah, 
<laughs> no, I, I I agree. He was he was really good in this. He was really funny. The fact that he was so self aware was great. And there were a couple moments when it was like almost too self aware, but not in a bad way. In a wow, like he confronts his he confronts Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, at some point you mentioned Birdman. Birdman. What a great movie. Yeah. Well, but in that whole sort of theme of of uh, Michael Keaton's character in that, yeah. sort of in a way, but kind of opposite. It's like more like if, because uh, it's the fictional character kind of reflecting and going yeah. like. You're from, from the fictional character's perspective the whole time. Right. And then he confronts Arnold Schwarzenegger and he's like, I don't even really like you. You've caused me more grief then you can, I don't remember what he says, but it's like, wow, he's talking. This is Arnold talking to himself saying that he has caused himself a lot of pain. In yeah. His life. And it's like, wow, that's some heavy shit. Yeah. But there's so much to unpack here and so many good cameos. Yeah. Okay. So first I don't of all, even know where to start. Like the comedy in this movie was on point. And I, so I was, I was right. It was Shane, Shane Black wrote the screenplay. Yeah, nice. Which made a lot of sense because especially to, I, it was kind of confirmed for me because in the beginning it's it's like less than a minute in and there's some imagery to Christmas. Yeah, it's a Christmas movie, and, and that's something Not that on Christmas. That's something that is you know highly associated with Shane Black's movies, and it's great because he's satirizing himself. Yeah, I mean we're talking about the guy who wrote the original screenplay for Lethal Weapon, even though the Lethal Weapon that came out was ultimately very different from his original screenplay, okay. which he addresses heavily. In the 2005 movie, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which if you haven't seen... I have. One of my favorite movies. Great movie, yeah. So good. It is really good. Um, Okay, that's cool. So, okay, starts off, you were right, Houdini. Houdini! I thought you pulled that out of nowhere. Houdini. Yeah, so it's a ticket from Houdini. Gave the old movie guy this ticket when he was just a kid. And it's only Slater 4 or 5? It's Slater Slater, 4. Slater 4 is the one that is, I guess, features uh, Danny. This the main character kid, Danny Madigan, who was in Lawnmower Man and My Girl Too, My Girl Too, uh, with Anna Chlumsky, yeah, big fan, <laughs> and uh, a couple other ones. Oh, Sonia Blade, Sonia Blade, Bridget Sampras, yeah, is in this movie. Uh, what a pleasant surprise that's two in a row and she also kicks ass she does some sonia blade moves in two this. in a row for sonia blade yeah for us yeah that's, we didn't even yeah, expect two in a row. yeah i was like holy shit sonia getting a lot of good parallels here yeah she kicks ass also in this she's pretty funny um she plays um what jack slater's jack daughter Slater's daughter that's right and yeah. i'm getting confused with her name because he because danny's talking about her actor her, her, yeah which is meredith this is a hard to follow movie, but it's not at all. It's not hard to follow. It's just you have to do. It's hard you, to talk you do about. have to like remind yourself. And I remember like I did a poor job of this as a as a kid, just like remembering like when they're in the movie world. You have to remember that that's the movie world, and things and things yeah. happen differently and there. It, but it establishes clear rules and boundaries, which is great. And it, it, does. it talks about the rules. Yeah. Well, like so one of the so a big thing that uh happened that was hilarious and we got a big laugh uh that i know i watched a million times when i watched it as a kid but i didn't register as this being funny early in the movie right after the kid gets sucked into the movie 
uh, this guy goes flying from a car into an ice cream <laughs> ice truck, cream and truck. it's just it's just a guy flying into an ice cream truck, and then it just explodes. explodes. <laughs> now, to be fair, they, all these guys are covered with um, dynamite, TNT, which right. in itself is such a, a movie and it's cartoonish. TV show. It's yeah. so cartoonish, just bundles of TNT yeah. with a little fizzy... I don't know. It's just you yeah, don't see. It. You don't see that. it. Just in the well, the first major action sequence in the movie, right? And it's just explosions everywhere, and this, just, this guy flies into an ice cream truck, explosion, and, and then and, we just and then another, and then a guy in the car that's chasing them falls forward like dead, and he's got an ice cream cone like lodged <laughs> in the back of his head. Chill out, chill out. Uh, well, yeah, the first major ex- action scene after the the initial shot, which was. Pretty chilling. The axe guy, he's got this chain yeah. mail. He's real f- scary and creepy. It, we, it doesn't show up, but it does establish later that he pulls the sun off of the roof with him. Right. And uh, yeah, that dude comes back. It's really scary. Um, yeah, there's a. Okay, so all the things that. Uh, so Danny gets into the movie world. With yeah. The magic ticket. But even before that. It, this is scary 90s New York. Yeah, like early 90s, like coming out of the 80s, the, scary New York City. He is afraid to go outside. Like as soon as he goes outside at one point, like some kid just like some person just like hits him on the head and it's just like, Pff, yeah, what, is, what are you, some sort of kid? Yeah. <laughs> and then and then he gets, yeah, this guy like breaks into, breaks his, into his house yeah. violently yeah. and is like got a knife and he's pushing him against the wall and pushing him in then the he's bathroom. mad because they don't have any, don't have any stuff valuable stuff. Yeah. And so the kid goes to the movies to escape his yes, shitty yeah. life with his friend Nick, the old projectionist yeah. who's in stuff. Who's also like he shows up to this midnight free screening and like his friend Nick knows that he's the only person coming yeah. and he dresses up in this old timey uh, uh, Usher costume. That's when it starts getting kind of because it's this old like Art Deco weird, theater. Yeah. It's a really cool theater. Yeah, it's super cool and it does. It gets weird. He's like, hey, look at me. I'm an old timey usher. It's like when I was a kid, Houdini gave me this, this ticket. ticket. And you're like, what is happening now? What is now? going on, Nick? He's like, I was <laughs> always too scared to use it, but you, and, know, you can have it. And like the uh, the the usher costume doesn't fit him yeah, either. It's like kind of small. It's, little, it's like some would say skimpy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a little constraining. It was it was it was it was weird. I don't know, and just, yeah, the whole vibe starts to get, like, ooh, ooh magic, ooh. mystical, stuff that can only happen in movies. movies. So, there's, so, but, so, there's so many layers like that in this movie where so it's, like, weird. we're in the real world, this is the movie, but, like, then this fantastical thing that can only happen in movies gets him into the movie. Right. And then, I, re- and I don't really notice this until the third act when they come back into the real world. The... The the cinematography and the coloring, mm-hmm. everything about the when they're in the movie world versus the real world is very starkly different. I think. Yeah, they are. Um, and I think it's very deliberate, and it was really cool. It they make very clear, distinct boundaries. Happen. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I I do. It's so Shakespearean, Tom. The the whole play within a play thing. Yes. It's very Hamlet. So much. So, oh, like Mozart 
references a throughout lot. the whole thing because okay so the guy who plays <laughs> Salieri in Amadeus is in it is in it and uh, he ends up being a bad guy yeah um, his name is practice and his whole thing is like practice make it perfect yeah, yeah that guy is also in Grand Budapest Hotel I can't remember he's great though yeah um, so, yeah and they're always playing Mozart music yeah the Symphony 40 makes its way like there's like a electric <laughs> guitar <laughs> version <laughs> of it and then there's like a just straight up version of it um yeah yeah it's really great um oh so many funny names uh like whiskers the cat like whiskers the cat played by a uh sexually harassing danny devito not that he's not danny not danny devito but the cat the cat whiskers is yeah like the only shots you have of him are him being pretty gross yes um yeah you have him you have a mobster called leo the fart Leo the Fart. Leo the Fart, which, mm-hmm. as a kid, as now, I find hilarious. It was pretty funny. And uh, in order to arm the bomb placed inside him, you had to pull his finger. Pull some fingers, get some nerve gas in there or something. Uh, the sergeant, the comic relief sergeant. <laughs> He's just, just, like, just yelling the whole stuff. time, like, just like nonstop, just... <laughs> and like you can hear like random There's words in snippets. there. One of the snippets that I got, I <laughs> wrote down. Mm-hmm. Here's... Here's a, a normal speaking voice version of one of but the But just imagine lines. an angry sergeant yeah. yelling at his subordinate. I got the California Raisins yeah. doing an all-male rendition of the Diary of Anne Frank. <laughs> <laughs> that was a line oh, of very fast dialogue <laughs> that the sergeant I says. got the California Raisins part. I did not hear the rest of it. So... so. Wow, but we were watching with subtitles, so... I, I saw it, wrote it down. Um, yeah, and then there's like a whole bunch of other movie stuff that the kid starts pointing out. Like, all the women are too attractive, right? Yeah, and the, everywhere they went, like, women were dressed in these, like, weird, like, yeah. rubber, latex, weird dresses. Yeah, which I think is actually good commentary, because we know that there's not a lot of good roles for... Uh, women, you know, over a certain age or between certain ages, right? Yeah. You have, and it, that also goes back to really old school. You have, like, the the young maiden and then, you know, like, the mom, the maid, you know, the, the grandma. But there's not a lot of great... Unless you're Meryl Streep, it's really hard to find a role. And... I, well, I mean, she can do anything. She can. She can. I mean, she can really just play anything. We love Meryl. Um, the 90s were prevalent in this film hello hello remember in the 90s when people would say uh hello <laughs> yeah like uh earth to trevor earth to tom <laughs> hello uh, uh, <laughs> okay. well what i love to there were just tons of um you know arnold schwarzenegger arnold schwarzenegger references uh, like yeah. you know Braunschweiger. uh i'll be back and he's like, did you know I was going to say that? And he's like, you always you, say you that. You always say that. Everyone's just That's, waiting for you to say yeah. it. Yeah. What are you going to say next? Hasta la vista? Which doesn't make it in. Uh, that is too bad. But yeah, the I'll be back thing. Uh, that's really funny. There's a whole gag about that. Oh, oh when he, um, he writes something down on a piece of paper and he goes <laughs> up to him and he says, hey, say this. The PG-13. Say this. What a, like, a dick kid move. Like, hey, come on, say this. Say it. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> so, yeah, because it's a PG-13 movie, and so he can't say the word. <laughs> the what do you think he wrote down? Because I feel like it's got to be worse than fuck. 
I don't know. Because they say premature ejaculation twice. Twice! <laughs> and both times, really weird. It's so weird. Cause, okay, and Arnold Schwarzenegger is like talking about like context. the the um, you know what he has to 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 the dread about to. growing up, yeah, you know, and like near the top of Arnold acne Schwarzenegger's premature. list, yeah, acne, premature ejaculation. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when you were fourteen and the? T- Two things you hated the most about life were acne and premature. Boy, do I. <laughs> sure. Sure do. Yeah. It was a rough time. Yeah, we'll move on from here. Oh, man. <laughs> Just, that was, a, that was a weird guy, but it shows up twice. Yeah, well, it's a, there's it's a so callback, like, fun. at the end. At the end. Isn't it when, like... Arnold's, Arnold's like bleeding out. bleeding out. In the movie he, theater. He decides to make a callback about premature ejaculation. Yeah. I don't know if the kid even... Now, knows. we've said it like eight times, so I think we can stop with... Prema- premature. Oh, okay. Ejaculation. Danny DeVito. Who else um, makes a good cameo? Oh, uh, uh, Little Richard? Okay. okay. So they so get to the real world, so they're in the Little real Richard world. shows up at the film release. They're at the premiere of Slater for Jean-Claude, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Now... Is Danny in it? Is Danny in the movie? So, I was thinking about this. Is he in the movie that everyone's watching? Is everybody just watching the movie Last Action Hero? In which case, all those people at the premiere are also in the movie. Now it's like Spaceballs. Because I wonder, I want to see the actual cut of Slater 4 because (laughs) is Little Richard in it? Is Little Richard in it? And there were but mostly is Danny in it because like Danny was in the movie. Yeah, I, I don't know, I don't know either. But like, because Ar- Arnold, so Arnold's in it, and he's like, he's talking to 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 Jack Slater, and he's like, hey, you you look great. You're like, you could be my body double, blah 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 blah. <laughs> and and he, yeah, and that's when he just turns around and says, "Shut up, you've ruined my life." Yeah. <laughs> So it's amazing because in many ways I'm sure he has. It's uh, it, I, I'm pretty sure Toy Story came out after this, but yeah. I was definitely I had this like, whoa, this is like this. He's having this Buzz Lightyear moment where he he's realizing this. he's actually just a fictional character. Um, Belushi shows up. Yeah, Jim Belushi's in there. Jim Belushi is at the premiere also, and he's like, I'm not really a big Arnold Schwarzenegger fan, but but yeah, my- she is his girlfriend. Or yeah, he turns her on, and I just hope I can be there for it. Which is weird, <laughs> and I wonder if they hang out because he's in Jingle All the Way too, in this really weird cameo role. Yeah, and I feel like there must be some connection between these two people because he's not in a lot of stuff. Speaking of Jingle All the Way, anytime he was going after the kid, even though we knew his name, <laughs> he couldn't. Or anytime, just anytime he was like reach, it looked like he was going for something. It was always just Jamie, Jamie, reach out your hands, <laughs> Jamie, I'll catch you, Jamie. <laughs> It's too late for us. Yeah. It's not too late for you. But if you watch Jingle All the Way, it's Jamie. Jamie. Uh, Damon Wayans? Yeah. For a hot second. Is yeah. Also at the this, premiere. I'd, I'd be interested to go through that whole sequence frame by frame. Because at one point, we thought we saw Chevy Chase. I think he and was he, there. He was doing some kind of like physical bit, too, yeah. which would make sense. Van Damme. Yeah. Yeah. I mentioned him. Um, well, Maria Shriver. His, yeah. His right. Wife. Of course. Uh, Stallone isn't in it, but there's a cardboard cutout. Yeah, there's of a him. cardboard cutout. Yeah, he is in the Terminator in the movie. Right, what an of the movie. Oh, yeah, and Arnold's like, yeah, he's great. It's his best performance. <laughs> yeah, I, just then you were like, you, I think because you had just mentioned Stallone, you kind of went into Stallone 
slash Schwarzenegger. Wow. Schwarzenegger. I, I couldn't do that if I tried. But I'm glad it happened. Well, you didn't try, but you kind of did. It. I couldn't do it if I tried. I, I'm already thinking too hard about it because I don't think I can recreate whatever just happened. Um, I just i I have to reiterate here because now we've been talking for a few minutes. We've had some a little bit of deep compression time. I i I mean it when I say this. I think this movie is truly great, and you should really watch it because it's it, really it's, good. it's an excellent. <clears throat> Uh, like I said, satire on the genre. So we haven't even touched on Charles Dance yet. No, we haven't. Who really was fantastic. So good. He was really, really excellent in in everything. Uh, because he, his character was really interesting because he was the, he was the one character in the movie who like, and I mean in the movie inside the movie, right? Who was kind of he immediately like understood and got it and was yeah. like. Oh, what I, the world I live in is this weird facade. Mm-hmm. And he's he's he hates his boss. He's got this really great dry sense of humor. Immediately, yeah. you know, when he's like, you know, Arnold's like, "Are you some sort of flunky?" And he's like, "No, I'm more of like a lackey, I suppose, or something like that." Yeah, he's got the Rottweilers train, and he's this dead eye shot. Oh yeah, and, and that Rottweiler. <laughs> and all he all he has to do is hear Danny say a couple weird things that like he shouldn't know. He shouldn't know like the conversation that Charles Dance had. With yeah, his boss. yeah, that, and like that's what's like eating at him. Mm-hmm. The whole reason he goes to uh, Slater's ex-wife's house is so he could talk to this kid and be like, "How did you know all those things?" Right. The only you way you can know possibly it. know that is some supernatural answer. Because he quotes Sherlock. He's like, "When you've when you've gotten rid of all the logical possibilities, mm-hmm. the illogical one must be true, or whatever the fuck." Yeah, that's uh, right for Sherlock. Yeah, it's pretty great. And uh, yeah, so he tracks the kid down and he does some research too because he knows that this kid doesn't exist in his universe. You know, he's right. he doesn't he's not there. Yeah. So he's like, who are you and where are you from? No, interesting character, expertly played by a fantastic actor. It was it was it was great, and what a great villain. Um also speaking of great actors that are in this movie, oh yeah. Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen. Fucking Magneto Gandalf is in this. And as one of uh, the most interesting parts, he is death from Ingmar Bergman's The Seventh yeah. Seal. <laughs> Nuts! <laughs> that randomly, the ticket after Charles Dance is killed, and he explodes because of his eye. His eye is an explosive, and it and Arnold shoots it, and and the ticket stub floats down, and it enters into a showing of Ingmar Bergman's The Seventh Seal, where. Uh, uh, Max von Sydow is playing chess with Death, and Death rips open the screen with his scythe, and he comes out and he's walking. Everyone's around. screaming. People are freaking out, and he he's just walking down the streets of New York, and he just touches someone, and they die. Yeah, and it's like, but you scary. know, but you know, because later on, the way that he operates, that person was supposed to die. That then. person was supposed to die. He's right like then. operating like totally, totally like death rules. Like yeah, death rules. He has a list, and so all he wanted to do really was he wanted to see Jack because he was like, you're not on any of my lists, right? Frodo Baggins. Yeah, and it's totally it's it's Ian McKellen, and it's it's kind of crazy. <laughs> and and Danny's like, wait, am I supposed to die now? And he's like, yes, no, yes, you you you, you will you die. will die. You're on my list. All you have to do, Frodo, is determine what to Be, do. Become a grandfather. Yeah, because that's when you die. And it's great because it's Ian McKellen, and he's just and he's also nailing that role. Yeah. 
Oh, well, and I, like, it's not like he wasn't an established actor at this right. point. He wasn't established for, for like, it wasn't a huge, it wasn't like he was Gandalf or Magneto at this yeah. point, but he had been in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Well, and he, yeah, he's been a working actor for a long, long, long time. Yeah, absolutely. So, but it's, so yeah, to see him in this role and for him to just totally, and that's just it too. Everybody in this movie was a hundred percent going for it mm-hmm. and not in a way that just seemed like cheesy action movie and even like when it came to arnold schwarzenegger this might be <laughs> his finest film in terms of his acting and that sure certainly has something to do probably with the fact that he's just playing <laughs> an action hero uh from an action movie and that makes all of his weird little one-liners and stuff work but like um yeah i don't <sighs> yeah i thought it was excellently directed who directed it did you look that up i did not but uh no i was just thinking also that Ian McKellen as death is, as you said, he, he's like the deus ex machina, but he yeah. has death. Uh, so, um, and he, he tells him, Hey idiot. Like if I were you, I'd be looking for the second half of the ticket stop. And that's pretty good. Pretty good advice from Ian McKellen. What is, what is Latin for death? Cause it wouldn't be deus ex machina Mor- mortem mortem. I guess so. Yeah. Mortem ex machina, death in the machine. Oh, okay. from the machine. So John McTiernan, Tiernan. Uh, he directed Die Hard, <laughs> Last Sweet. Action Hero, Predator. Wow, Rollerball. Okay, the, the 2002. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Rollerball. I missed it. But he's done a lot. Uh, the Thomas Crown Affair. The pacing was great. Thirteenth Warrior, Die oh, Hard with a Vengeance. Thirteenth like Warrior, actually. Medicine Man, The Hunt for Red October. Oh. Wow. Okay. That's a list. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, no, at one point we, we stopped the film right as they got into the real world from the movie, right when Charles Dance basically goes into the real world. And it is a perfect timing. Yeah. If you split the movie into thirds for yes. Act 3 to start. It absolutely it was. was. It's great. It's really, it's good to see that, you know. Oh, it was wow. well Structure. paced. There was, and I think it's only because I had seen the movie a bunch as a kid. There were only a few moments where I felt it drag a little bit, but for the most part, this movie just it moves, and it's funny. Yeah, a lot of good laughs in it, and it's it's really so. The, then the plot really is as convoluted as the whole two worlds thing is. It's really easy. Kid finds magic ticket, goes into movie world becomes partners with movie yeah <laughs> action hero yeah, after watching <laughs> in the fake police station all these all these odd pairs get paired up right, as partners yeah they should be partners uh goes to solve the the crime I, and i will say as as like right around the time that the okay it's an action movie everything explodes these weird things happen as soon as those gags start to kind of stop being funny boom they stop they go to the real world yeah. and now oh now you can't just punch a, a, a hole in a window and it doesn't hurt. <laughs> My hand hurts. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, man. So I uh, I highly suggest watching this film. It has my full endorsement. Yeah. If you didn't watch it, you should go watch it. Uh, the other really great... I think there was some really great commentary going on, uh, particularly from Charles Dance as Benedict when he gets to the real world and his oh, whole yeah. thesis of, in this world... Bad guys can win. Yeah. Oh man. Well, yeah, because yeah, there is that whole thing where he he shoots the person he just, in the middle of the street, 
commits and murder like, and is yelling about hey, it. Hey, hey, I committed murder. And nothing, nothing happened. Like someone yells from a window like, yeah. shut up out yeah, there. Down. Trying to sleep. You know, and yeah. Yeah, totally. And he's just, he's seeing that he can just be, live in this place and he can go to any movie world he wants and either steal yeah. stuff or it's almost he like can he's bring Dracula. Proving in. a point that some people in this world could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue in New York and shoot someone. And in broad daylight and still be elected president. Wow. Yeah. Or at least someone could say that they could do that and be elected president. They could say that they could do that. Yeah. Not um, that that person did that. <laughs> or that this person's even a real person. Or if anyone's a president, really. Yeah. President of what? I don't know. Because another thing about this movie, which world is the real world? Yeah. Ours. Is it? Mm-hmm. Prove yeah. it. Yeah. We're good. I think it's just parallel universes. Okay, maybe. Yeah, could be uh, parallel. Could be uh, sequent sequential universes. adjacent universes. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, there's another thing. Oh yeah, so Dracula, uh, the Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. Gary Oldman was coming out around this time, I think, because it. Uh, Benedict is looking at it in the paper at all the horror movies he's talking about that he could bring. And when he's in the restaurant talking to the axe guy, I was kind of really hoping I knew it would be axe guy, but I really just wanted Gary Oldman in his crazy Batman wig. Or, I'm sorry, not Batman. <laughs> in this crazy Dracula wig. You know, the one that looks like yeah, too lump. Yeah. Hairy weird. i just wanted it to be that guy in the booth with him. And he's trying to explain to him, you know, in this world, you can do anything and you'll be fine. And I know this is, must seem very strange to you. And I just wanted it to be Dracula. But it wasn't. It was the axe guy. And he was scary terrifying. Axe oh, yeah. But I wanted it to be specifically Bram Stoker's Gary Oldman Dracula. And he's old and weird. Did you ever see that movie? You know, I actually have not. It's Keanu on, Reeves. I, I, I want to watch it. Tom Waits is in that movie. I I know. I know much. I've heard many. How much do you know about that movie? I know a lot of the people <laughs> that are in it. I know it's about Dracula. Winona Ryder's in it. And I know it's really weird. It's so weird. Uh, that's why I wanted it to be him. Because they reference it. They show pictures of it more than once. All right. Well, I think we know what we're watching next week. I'm just going to. Okay. Ram Stoker's Dracula. Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, you got anything left to say about uh, this movie, Last Action Hero? It's just so good, and uh, it's just very Shakespearean, and it is. There's there's even a funny fake Hamlet trailer. Yes. Oh my god. Where uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is Hamlet. It's when it's when Danny's daydreaming. daydreaming. It's a very it's it's a very sidekicks moment. It's such a sidekicks (laughs) moment Uh, where he's daydreaming in class about uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger starring in Hamlet, and it's and he's got it's Hamlet with an Uzi. It's pretty great. To be or not to be. Not, not to be. be. Boom! Explosions. <laughs> and while he's lighting really a cigar. Cool. Yeah, it is really cool. Because there's like weird It's like black and colors. white with certain, like only like warm colors showing up. Yeah. Uh, I have no advice uh, to give about this except just watch watch this movie and also Charles Dance. All right. And that was... Also watch Seventh Seal. Yeah. Seventh Seal. Yeah. Also, you know what? If you really like listening to this podcast, we would love it if you'd go over to patreon.com slash the annual and you can donate anywhere from one dollar to a million dollars and you would help us or a million and one dollars yeah a million and one million and two ten dollars 
10 million and three. Sure. Any amount is really helpful. Helps us keep the lights on here at now available on video cassette and the annual podcast in general. Also, this week, we are featured on another one of the annual's podcasts, All Dogs Go to Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Uh, which uh, is hosted by our friend Io Duarte, who was on our episode about the mask. So you should uh, check that out. It's a fun show. The Three Dogateers. The Three Dogateers is the movie we're watching that. But uh, thank you for listening, subscribing, giving us good ratings. Uh, we really appreciate it. So, uh, Trevor... Before we go, mm-hmm. do you have any words of wisdom for our listeners? Um, guys, it's okay. It's just a flesh wound. It's just a flesh wound. As long as you're in a pretend movie world. Now Right now. <laughs>